0: I've been looking forward to this podcast for ages, Uh, ever since I first had a chat with Brad Burton I wanted to get him onto my podcast and uh, having met him at Acantex and had a chat with him a few times I knew this was going to be one heck of an amazing show and oh my goodness it really really was. Got some real good insights from Brad, some wonderful nuggets as well and uh, only one f-bomb so I'm not going to edit that out because Brad is Brad. And what he does is absolutely fantastic. So stick around, find out what he's got to say and let it put a smile on your face and let me know what you think, because I really want to get him back again because he was so much value. Oh, my goodness. I have got the real life Brad Burton live on my show. Uh, Brad, how are you doing, buddy?
1: Ashley, I am kicking ass as you'd expect, my friend. We are straight off from that amazing, amazing account text, and straight off from that session that you came over to my place and you were with me. We'd say fifteen minutes. It wasn't. It was an hour and fifteen, and you gave us some amazing tips. So thank you. Great to see you again, pal.
0: Yeah, and you too. Um, we did have lunch as well, so uh, it was. It was always going to take longer than fifteen minutes, eh?
1: But the training that you give me was invaluable. But listen, it isn't about you. It's about me. Go on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I am am loving your background. So what what is all that behind you, sir?
1: Yeah, these are my books. I've written four books. Seven years ago was the last time I wrote a book, which was this, 2016. Seven years ago, I actually had book five on my finger. Ashley, would you like a copy, my friend?
0: I I would love a copy of Now What? Yeah, that would be great.
1: Here you go, champ. Bosh.
0: Oh, thank you. Oh, look at that. That is that is awesome. Thank you. Oh, and, you've, and you've signed it. You're a superstar. Mate, Andy, mate.
1: Go on, Andy, mate. you, did, you didn't it for yours, mate. Last time I was at... uh, There
0: you go. There you go. There's a book for you.
1: Isn't it amazing? amazing.
0: <laughs>
1: not set up whatsoever.
0: No, not at all. We didn't practice that for three hours. But um, anyway, those... that, that, that I, I don't know if you know this, but there are actually a few people that don't know who you are. So please tell us a little bit about yourself, Brad.
1: Actually, which version do you want? Do you want Brad Burton, the guy whose dad left when I was six months old, who left school in no qualification, moved 14 times from the age of 8 to 14, got shot at when I was 21, been addicted to drugs twice, four years on benefits, delivered pizza at 31? Or do you want Brad Burton, the UK's number one motivational business speaker, the four-time best-selling author, founder of 4Network, and UK's largest joined-up business network, Prior to the pandemic, um, but listen, two sides of the same coin, Ashley. And I think you know, if you go back far enough to anyone's life, you're going to find something questionable. Uh, the difference is, I'm stupid enough to share it.
0: Brilliant. <laughs> um- I knew this was going to be cracking. You've done this before, haven't you? I got some. I got some comments coming in. Aaron missed the song. Sorry about that, Aaron. Um, it is available on replay. But this is clever. We're using we're using Streamyard, Aaron, and in Streamyard you can pass things across the screen. So yeah, it's it's yeah, cool. It's cool. If, if anyone's got any questions for the amazing Brad, then please, please, please bang them in the question, and we will answer those. But so, Brad, you're the number one. Motiva- motivational. Business, business, motivational speaker in the uk um you stood on the stage at account text a few years ago account text uh zero com and this year you and i went head to head on the on the accountant stage we were both on at the same time i really wanted to see i, I, your I, blame, I, blame, I blame caroline
1: quite frankly she's got a full responsibility to take for that
0: uh, it's absolutely fine because I hear that you've recorded it and you're going to be sharing that recording for those of us that couldn't go. But tell us a little bit about how you got on Accountex. Wasn't it amazing?
1: Genuinely, yes. Um, what's funny about this is I seem to have accidentally, completely accidentally, fell into the accountancy bucket. And whether that was uh, zero might well, have been the sort of starter pistol for that. But Accountex last week, Exceptional. There wasn't a an empty seat in the room. It was exceptional. And what was great from a speaker perspective was the professionality, not only of the organization, but also of the smaller holds. You know, there wasn't any deserts. Everyone had people there and everyone had standing room on there. They've done something pretty special. But the keynote was exceptional. I don't like watching myself and you think, yeah, okay, trust me, I don't like watching myself present. um And I've watched that twice. Account X. I would suggest that is my best ever presentation ever, and I'm not just saying that lightly. I swear to you, I got goosebumps and I'm watching myself, and I'm going, this guy's amazing. And then I realised I, I paused it. It's like 47 minutes. I paused it at um, 30 minutes to see how long. How long has 13 minutes? The amount of value, and I've been releasing little clips, and I'm going to be releasing it on Friday. Uh, and big shout out to Peter, the team uh, for our context who filmed it. Sick camera setup. Honestly, it is genuinely one of those things that if I, you know, if I could give my children one hour of teaching, I'm going breath. It would be that. I'd say, watch this. It will, it will it will, focus you about the journey ahead.
0: No, it was brilliant. The little clips that I've seen were absolutely superb. Mm-hmm. And I haven't bumped into anyone yet that said, oh, Brad was rubbish. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that's awesome. So you fell into the, like well, you call it, accounting bucket. Um, yeah. It's an amazing space. I've been here since two thousand and seven, and every every everybody else's perception of accountants and bookkeepers is they're um, grey and boring and stuff like that. But they're not, are they? I, I, There's I, some amazing superstars in this group, isn't there?
1: Yeah, yes, there is. I think that is an old version. I think that is the way that it used to be. I, I think it'd be difficult when I started my business two thousand and four. That's exactly what accountants were and bookkeepers. I think the, the whole culture has changed now. I think the industry has changed. And actually, one of the things that we've realized is that people are people before the profession. You know, if I don't like you, Ashley, and you don't like me, it's going nowhere. And I think that what we've found now with the the industry is that there has to be an element of likability. If the buyer doesn't like the seller, it's going nowhere. So by that whole thing has emboldened and kind of whipped up the industry. So I think that, 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 that sort of gray... Um, you know, an accountant actually with confidence is looking at your shoes, not theirs. Um, I think it's moved on, no question. And I believe these organisations have helped with that. The likes of Accountex, the likes of Zero, and so forth. These these organisations have helped lift and create the culture that this industry has.
0: No, absolutely, and and I think. The, the poor old accountants and bookkeepers are stuck in the middle, aren't they? They're getting all this legislation from one end, and they're getting all the hassles from the clients in the other end, and they've got to adapt really, really quickly. If you like, you say, if you think back to two thousand and four, there was there was accountants that didn't have computers,
1: and here we are, yeah.
0: and here here we are now. Accountants are doing you know, serious work on a mobile device.
1: But actually, I think also the other thing to to understand here is that accountants of old didn't have to have a personality. I'm not being rude there. I'm saying the whole world that we're in right now, which is what you teach with LinkedIn, there's this whole world where you had to be visible. You have to be visible. But until you reach a certain level, you've got no option. Certainly growing an accountancy, a, a small practice, you have no option to be to be visible, whether it's networking, online, or off, or whatever. Um, you talk about legislation. I've got no idea because my accountancy firm, they deal with it, right? So this is the great thing about it, is I have no idea about the legislation that you talk about. I have no idea. When we met last week, you was talking to me about some accountancy stuff. I said, Ashley, I don't know what you're talking about. You're saying these abbreviations. I have no idea. I've only just found out what a chartered accountant is. And I've been working with this industry for like four years. The amount of hoops and regulation that you guys have got to do. Oh my god, I didn't realize you know, I've got clients and I'm not going to name drop, but I've got some amazing high level uh accountant clients that I look after. And I didn't understand that I did not understand because I don't forget I used to run this network for networking 68,000 business networking meetings I've run, and I didn't understand the sheer wall. Of accreditation and stuff that you've got to do to be an accountant, an accredited account. I had no idea. And it's been really open my eyes. This is not an industry where I start, you know, charging that much, and I get it now. <laughs> Taller.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I've I've seen obviously been, been in the space for a while. I see posts of people um when they've passed their exams. And, and the, the one that sticks in my mind is uh this this lady's uh, probably four-year-old sat on a pile of books. And these were, you know, st- stood by the wall. These are all the things that she would have had to have read and digested in order to take the the all the exams, and you know, and, and we forget that, don't we? And and I think that's it, that's the thing.
1: It's interesting because you know I always say if you can do the job, you're qualified, unless of course you're a chartered accountant right you need the qualifications or you're a brain surgeon or you're a thing. so yeah there's a lot of weight behind it and like i say i didn't understand it as a punter who uses accountants obviously and have bookkeepers what i will say is when i started my business off back in 2004 the first thing i did was got a bookkeeper and accountant and i couldn't afford it, it was 1500 quid a month a year a year 1500 quid a year 120 pound a month or whatever it was and this is a startup business, and I got an accountant and a bookkeeper. A small business accountancy he was called over in Bridgewater and Somerset. Anyway, I got him, and um, the reason that I did that is because it gave me confidence, and that's what an accountant and a bookkeeper should recognise that that's what you do. You're not just doing what you do; you're giving. The, the business owner, confidence that they can give you the, the, the bag full of, of, of receipts, old school, or the, and, it, and it's handled. And that is what you're buying. People are buying insurance. People are buying assurance that you are going to do your thing, allowing me to do my thing. And I don't believe that I would have created a multi-million pound business if I'd not allowed myself to be single-minded and focused on what I needed to do while the accountant team and the bookkeepers did what they needed to
0: do. Yeah, no small business owner starts a business that so they can do bookkeeping, do they?
1: True story, mate.
0: Yeah. Um, so Aaron's just said that um he was on the quickbooks stand um while, while you were doing your session he said the energy coming from the stage next door was insane Aaron,
1: Aaron, Aaron can yeah. I apologize there was some sort of situation that went on there it's is on camera and I don't know what went on I as a as a as a speaker have a job to do and that job is to entertain inspire the audience we have a walk on when I come on it's like ah and we do it on purpose to get attention and to wake everyone up and there was some complaints uh, from the QE stand there. And we realised, and I'm sorry for that, but I, I we, we don't know that we're going to get complaints until we do the various things. But thank you so much. And it is on video, like I say. And also, I'll tell you what's lovely about this, is QuickBooks, mainstay sponsor. This video, I promise you, and I, and I mean it sincerely, is without question my finest hour. And I would even go as far as saying it surpasses zero come as a as a performance from, from my perspective. truly groundbreaking. And I mean that. We
0: can't wait to see this. We really can't wait to see this. So, so Neil said, I agree with the personality topic. Why would I want to work with clients who I didn't like? Why would clients want to work with me if I don't like them? By having a consistent online presence, it's really helped to pre-qualify prospects for me. And Neil, you're doing some great things on LinkedIn. So uh, yeah, that's Neil, awesome. Yeah.
1: Neil's a neighbour of mine, literally 40 minutes away over in Western Superman. We've been in the same room, but we've never actually talked. He saw me speak at an event. Amazing.
0: That's, that's funny. Isn't it? I, I, yeah, Neil's literally up the road from me as well. Nothing to complain about. It was brilliant. Such a hype moment. So we're I'm really sorry. building up this video. So I cannot yeah. wait to see it in, in its, yeah, its no, entirety. No,
1: like, hey, Ashley, let me tell you. It is like genuinely one of those things that I think... Zero come, but people will still talk about that to this day because I think, and I've got to take my hat off to Gary Turner, big shout out to him, is that he was the one who basically said, we need Brad on that second day. And I know there was an internal conversation because somebody, I'm not mentioning no names, at a context, on the boat party, came up to me and said, I was in the room when your name was put forward. And everyone went, Phew. and actually it was one of the smartest moves ever. And that, boys and girls, is why Gary Turner is Gary Turner, because he sees things that no other people do. So thank you, Gary, for your vote of confidence and giving me the, the, the show on into this industry.
0: I love that that sharp intake of breath. So you're working with accountants at the moment. Um, What challenges are you seeing accountants having at the moment, Brad?
1: Yeah, you know, they lose um, themselves. You can become your identity in your business, that you are, your title and so forth. And if you imagine that what you do is when you start out, you've got this idea that you're, you're doing it for your family and this, that and the other, and you start a business off, and then all of a sudden you now doing it for your business and your family. And what, what I do is I manage to get that equilibrium back so that you're optimum in terms of from a family perspective and business. And that's what I'm getting. Balance, genuine balance, financial balance, mental balance, business balance, relationship balance, happy balance. Because that's what I believe success is. Success is not having a Lamborghini or a supercar, which I've had. That isn't what success is, I promise you. Because um, it's just not. Uh, what success is is being happy and content, and that's what I help people do. So yes, you can have. You know, I've got people that I work with right now that I've got businesses way in excess of any kind of business that I've ever had. However, I don't know anyone who's as happy or as content as me, and that's what I bring to. That is something that eludes when you look at any um, uh, director team and they've got all the profit and loss sheets and we go, ah, yes, look, fiscal policy and everything's amazing. We're make loads of money. How happy are you? How happy are you? On a scale of one to 10, 10 zippity-dee-da, zippity da, think zippity, day, no swears, or, or one miserable. Where are you right now? Because i tell you something. If you think, let's say you're a five, would you earn less money and go up? And if the answer is yes, okay. Maybe, do, and you don't have to learn less money, Not they're not connected. But principally, if your money is there as a business and your happy is there, where's the line? Where's the line actually? And that's what I've managed to do. I help people find that line. And once they're happy, once they're content, if you then want to go and push, then we do that. But what I do is I get people happy, I get them content, and I work them to make the decisions that they want to make. But for whatever reason, they can't do it.
0: Uh, absolutely amazing. Um, so I, w- I went on safari um, to, to, a far- to a foreign country, and they where, where we ended up, you know, in the wilderness, and goodness knows what else, you see little kids playing at the side of the road in mud, no clothes on. And, and stuff like that. They're living in mud houses. Everyone, everyone is smiling. Everyone's happy. They're not, they're not caught up in this materialistic world that we live in. And, and you sort of like, look at that and you think, my goodness, life can be simple.
1: You know, look, I like stuff, okay? I like stuff i think this is, you know, some people go oh yeah i like stuff i like fast cat I like, I like all these things but what i like more is peace of mind let me tell you a story going back to 2020 2012 i had a nervous breakdown i'm all right now twitch i had a nervous breakdown i had a multi-million pound business i remember walking my dog on a wonderful countryside canal tyson labradoodle i remember walking him crying so what was that 10 years ago 11 years ago so i had been 39 crying Oh, oh, crying walking my dog and it was everything just all the pressure was on and i remember saying out loud audibly to myself i just want to feel normal i just want to feel normal I just want to feel normal and this is what so many business owners have and nobody talks about it don't talk about mental health that's just that's the that's the little the the, the the name of it however what i talk about is success you see so many business owners that have success they're ill all they have is the business And it's dangerous because if your identity is wrapped up in your business, let me be quite clear, uh, on on, on March the 19th, 2020, my business, uh, you know, 5,000 business networking meetings across the UK every single year, Boris Johnson, please stay at home, no longer running that business. And if my business would have been £20 million business or a £200 million business, guess what? It would have been gone. And if my identity was wrapped up in me being that guy, Mr Networking, and I'm no longer involved in it, then guess what, I'd be in a bad place. So by separating your identity, because this is what we do, because we put it all into being a business owner, which is what you know we need to be all consuming, but there comes a point when that all-consuming doubles back on itself. And what you've got to do is disconnect or detach yourself from your identity your business and find yourself again. You find yourself, you find you happy, you find your contentment because I'm telling you, this is where people go wrong. They think, ah, it's only because it's a million quid, I need to get two million pound business. And then that's where the happy is. And they've got themselves wrapped up it. So by disconnecting yourself, it doesn't mean that it's ineffective. It means that you've got your life back. You get your life back, you get your business going to where it needs to go
0: yeah no absolutely superb um so um, we missed this one Kirsty said it was the best talk at a so she obviously didn't see mine
1: <laughs> kirstie, 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 do me a favor find me on linkedin and ping me your address i'm going to send you a copy of this thank you so much kirstie i appreciate it
0: um and natalie um said she has less money than when she was employed but she is so much and that's in capital letters happier
1: so, so I, I i met natalie at um zero uh, zero awards she was one of the this there only young and I've got to say, you know, I didn't start my business off till I was 31. I'm 50 now, 31. I think Natalie's like 24 or something like that. Keep going, right? So what happens is you've got to get yourself in the short term. The short term is, oh, I can make more money. You're getting employed. No, no. Once you get out of the short term to the medium and long term, that's when the magic happens and you are well on your way. So thank you, Natalie. Keep going.
0: Uh, Ian's come up with something interesting. Uh, love this. Separate your identity. Being conscious of these thoughts is the tough part. and And, and that's the thing, Brad, We're sat in our shared office, home office, wherever, and we're running our small business, our small accountancy firm, and it's just us. So how do we cope when all we're doing is telling ourselves that we're rubbish, we're not good enough, we can't do this, we can't do that?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're social animals. We need to belong. i I suggest you go networking, it's just one day a week or go for a walk. You have to, as, as Ian just said, then you've got to, separate yourself that conscious you've got to be conscious of it and actually say to yourself if i'm not enjoying this now when will i enjoy it in a year's time in two years time, when you've got to, you've because otherwise what ends up happening we get an autopilot and those minutes become hours those hours become days those days become weeks those weeks become months those months become years those years become a life and you've got to just take control of every single decision and i'm telling you right it sounds like i'm selling something i'm not i'm going to put this video on on friday on linkedin i urge you to watch this because i'm i'm <laughs> you know, I'm either bluffing at which point people are tell me on LinkedIn or I genuinely believe that this will fix so many people's problems. Completely free of charge, it will fix so many people's problems. And in doing that, being able to separate the identity. My identity was this. I am Brad Burton, I'm this, that, and the other. You know, I'll play up to this UK's number one motivational business speaker. People say to me, how did you become the UK's number one motivational business speaker, Brad? I just made a website and said, I'm the UK's number one motivational business speaker. The first person you have to convince of your brilliance is you. If I said to you, I am the greatest, I'm the greatest, which boxer am I referring to? Muhammad Ali, the greatest of all time. Well, there's a reason that we refer to Muhammad Ali 40, 50 years on as the greatest is he referred to himself. So you've got to convince yourself. You have to convince yourself. And the only way that you can be a, a big business owner is by mentally becoming a big business owner. But there comes a point when you think that happy or, or success is more and more and more. It's not, as I've realized. I've got a much smaller business than I had. I had a team of 800 people. When I first started, it was just me. 19 years on, guess what? There's just me. But there's me that is happier that has created a life that I could never dream possible, and not only that, I get to speak to people like you, Ashley. How cool is
0: this? Get to hang out and have lunch. That's that's super cool. Uh, You have made, you have absolutely made Natalie's day. Yeah, Uh, she's (laughs) she's thirty two.
1: Natalie, well, you're doing something well there. Well, listen, if we talk about ages, boys and girls, I'm going to let you into a secret because I asked this over lunch. He's fifty seven. Fifty seven, Ashley
0: give 57. give it away now give it away so so what 57? you're what you're saying is i'm I'm older than you
1: yes <laughs> yes and you have your hair yeah absolutely so ask me just one sentence how 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 have you managed to look so amazing at
0: 57 just one sentence just one sentence um being being content being content i haven't chased the fast women in the in the loose cars uh or, or anything else like that oh, yeah yeah,
1: oh, yeah, yeah. I, get, I get what you're saying move on move okay. on
0: I got married young. Okay. So I was married. I was married at 20, 22. Um, and we're still happily married. And, and I, think it, I think it's doing that and having somebody that I can turn to whenever that's got my back and I've got her back um, and being blessed with two, two amazing girls and then li- living for that, not the flash cars. You so know, it's. it's, it's no,
1: listen, and that goes back down to what you talked about before, which is, you know, wherever the country was. And that habit that eludes so many people is right here. It's right here. But we think it's there. And what happens is you can then spend up hours looking at other practices and go, oh, yeah, somebody's younger than me. They've got a Lamborghini. And yeah, this tough times you're crazy. Stop it. What you need to do is focus your time, your energy on your life.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Zoe says, hi. Did, I don't know if you met Zoe. She's she's great oh. fun. Pa- oh. saying internal happiness is key. Um, no and, and, and then I'm really not going to put the other two comments up. So Neil and Natalie are having a little tete-a-tete about the ages. Um, so what's the top tip then that you can give our accountants and bookkeepers who are watching today who are feel, feeling a little out of sorts. Maybe they're thinking that they need to go and get a job and, and what have you.
1: So I'm going to share something which I, I do elaborate on the video, but I'm going to share it. I've been in business now 19 years, 19 years of self-employment. I've never starved to death, not once. Have I had to use the Coinstar machine and go down the sofa for twos and ones? Yes. Have I had to send the cheque away without signing it? Yes. Have I had to borrow some money? Yes. Have I felt like a piece of shit? First swear word? Yes. Have I had to deliver pizza to keep my business afloat? Yes. But if I'd not done any of these things, I wouldn't be here today. So recognize that you're not going to starve to death. And I'm going to give you a statistic. When I first started my business off, in the first um, nine years, I wanted to quit 11 times. 11 times. On average, 1.1 times per year. For the next six years, zero times. Then the pandemic came along three times. So this has been a really difficult time for everyone. And North is no longer North. South is no longer South. East is no longer East and so forth. So you need to recognise that it's not just you. Everyone is blagging it, right? I know top secret. Um, sorry, top sports people, world-class boxers, uh, Dragons Den, Dragons, and also... Um, uh, pop stars, number one album pop stars. And I talked to them in private, typical Bradman my brain. They're all blagging it. Every one of them's blagging it. Everyone's got self doubt. Everyone feels an imposter. They're backstage waiting to go out on Sky News, is it Sky you know, is filming them and they're terrified. But when they come out, they don't look terrified. When they sing, they don't look terrified. They're terrified. You're human. And once you realise that, it's a whole lot easier to get on with it. And when you feel sorry for yourself, ask yourself this question. Am I going to starve to death? No. Am I going to lose my home? No. Because what you're going to do is you're going to do what it takes. Worry achieve nothing. This is where people go wrong. They end up worrying. Oh, what happens? It? Stop it. Stop worrying because worrying keeps you in the problem. Start putting that energy and that focus into a solution. Get a blank piece of paper and ask yourself this question right at the top. What does this make possible? You know, I'm going to share something with you now. If I put a gun to your head and I said to you, I want you to double your sales in the next month or you won't see next month, get strong, Manchester motivation. But if I did that, (laughs) what would you do? What would you do? Oh, God, bring me all kinds. I'd bring me all. Why are you doing it now? You're doing it now because somewhere along the way, you're either too lazy or you're fearful. If I put a gun to your head, you would do all these things. Do it now. Whatever you're gonna do, do it now. Have I got time to give a thirty-second tip? This is this will get you. Yeah. How you.
0: long? Will, how long will that take?
1: Thirty seconds, right? So <laughs> I want you to get a blank piece of paper, and I want you from memory to get a pen, and I want you to just write down all the people you know from memory. Uh, Steve, Ashley, there. And just want you to write them down from memory. Then I want you to get three pieces of blank piece of paper, and I will sorry, on that piece of paper with all the names on. I want you to write down HWRC, hot, warm, and cold, depending, depending on your relationship. So, Ashley and I, we met each other a few months ago, and we met each other. So, I would suggest that our relationship is warm. We've got a warm relationship, okay? Uh, my wife is a hot relationship, okay? My best friend's a hot relationship. If I turned up at my best friend with a dead body in my boot, he would be more inclined than someone who's warm or cold to help me with the hacksaw and get rid of the body. Right? That's a example again. However, however... This is where you're going to find. So, once you've got, you, you transfer everyone that's hot onto another piece of paper and you ring them up. Remember what Ashley said before about you being in box room isolation, feeling sorry for yourself by ringing up the hot people and having a conversation. Hey, Ashley, how are you doing? Just started checking. How are you getting on, mate? Yeah, yeah, chat, 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 chat. Brilliant. Yeah, you're on the account and say, listen, on your travels, if you know anyone that would be interested, can you? All oh, right, you know someone, right? Can I name them? that's how I got my first ever clients. My two clients was using that methodology. I came up with that 19 years ago. And to this day, the clients still stick with me 19 years on.
0: Classic. That is absolutely priceless information. How many people are going to go and do that right now? I love that. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, We're almost out of time, buddy.
1: But you know what? Life's like that, Ashler. We've got four minutes left, mate. And one day, we're only going to have four minutes left in our life. And we spend, this is the point that I make on that video, and I want you to watch it. We spend so much of this recognising, worrying about tomorrow. Nobody knows what tomorrow's going to bring. So stop it. You know, nobody has a crystal ball. I do, I have a crystal ball. And if you're gonna imagine a future, imagine a positive one. A positive mindset won't solve all your problems, it won't. But a negative one, I'll give you more. Keep positive people. We're gonna get through this, whatever this is.
0: (laughs) You are absolute genius. Um, So, have you got time to tell us the best story of how you've helped an accountant or a bookkeeper?
1: Uh, Yeah, I've got two divorces under my belt. And I mean that, Um, you know, these are people that you may or may not, but well, you will know, everyone knows. I, I'm working with seven accountants at the moment that are named, that actually, if I've named dropped them, you go, what? Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Client confidentiality, they might come out or you ask people, they'll know about me. Um, but I give people belief to do the decisions that they want to. We have been, we have been conditioned that business, top vertical markets and hedge funds and we need to get property portfolios, not all this sort of stuff about business, like before any of this, before you were given all this about what you should be in life and business, before you did all this, He's a human being, and that's what I do. I get you back to being a human being about what you want, not what society, not what uh, the the industry tells you you should be, but what you want to be. And actually, your business should support what you want to be, not the other way around. So I've got lots of success stories. I've got lots of success stories about people making more money. So fucking what? I like genuinely... You know, so what? But I've got people that genuinely that I work with right now that have changed their lives, and that to me is more important than any uh, money, monetary gain that anyone's got. And all my guys, you know, they're in order to hire me, they're they doing decent money. But it's about your life. It's about changing your life, changing your thinking, you're changing your entire world because we are what we think, we are what we eat, we are what we see, we are what we hear. If you're hearing all negativity, and one final tip I'll take on this one. Um... I've not watched the news for two years. I've got no idea. Somebody asked me yesterday, uh, "What do you think should have lowered the prices because of all this talk about recession?" I went, "What recession? What well, don't you know?" I said, "I've got no idea what you're done about." I've not watched the news for two years. Do you yourself a favor. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to be uninformed and happy, than informed and miserable.
0: Uh, I've got a true story to tell you about recession. When I started my first sales job, so this was back in um, in the '90s um so so before before my daughter was even born so 1991 and uh so i was was, was, uh, working as a sales rep uh for an insurance company and i was going out my boss said you need to do this you need to do this you need to do this and i did exactly what he said and the business came in and there was people in the office and and one guy came up to me said how on earth are you writing all this business i said well you know he's told me to do this he's told me to do that and he's told me to do that he said yeah but how there's a recession yeah, And, 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 and literally, literally I, I'd, I'd come straight from being a chef. I turned around to him and said, what's a recession? What does that mean? Oh, I love that. And because I didn't know, I, 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 and then it, it, was just, it was just priceless.
1: Actually, can I just say something on that basis, right? Is that the same goes for me as a speaker. I didn't know you couldn't swear on stage. I didn't know that you had to wear a three-piece suit, and a pocket watch. I didn't get that memo. And I used a lot of naivete. And once that naivety is gone, you can't get it back. You know, you can't be a motivational speaker. You look like a drug dealer. I'm not, by the way, anymore, but we can all change it. That's what this has been about, people.
0: <laughs> Brad, you've been absolutely awesome. Um, I've just got one, I, I always end with one last question. Um, the, the question is, when you were at primary school, all right, running around being a kid, what did you want to be when you left school?
1: A Ford car salesman. So this was 1980, 81, 82, I was 809. And then the TV adverts, they had a come into the Ford garage and get yourself a, a brochure about the Sierra thing. Or, or so me and my friend Jimmy Green went over to uh, Cheetah Mill to the, the Ford garage, eight, nine years old. And we went there, and uh, we'd like our posh's voice, you know, nine year olds. And we got these brochures. And I remember looking at the guys with the suits on and this and the nice cars. Ford, uh, a car salesman. That's what, what it's been. I'm glad that is one of my dreams that I never realized. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, never mind. Hey, you've done you've done well for for a for a guy who wanted to be a car salesman. So well done. Thank you so much for being on my show today. This is going to be a podcast as well. So um, if anyone wants to get hold of you, what's the best way of getting hold of you uh, yeah. so they can work with you?
1: Yeah, work with Brad.biz, B-I-Z. Work with Brad.biz. I mean, like, and also, Ashley's talking this. Uh, go to bradburton.biz forward slash five fifteen if you want to book a free 15-minute call, no sales pitch. So if you've got a oh, so- problem that can fix it in 15 minutes, I will do a I promise you. Free charge.
0: So, so what happens in this 15 minutes then, Brad?
1: You get your ears burnt off, Brad style.
0: Perfect. I love it. Brad, you've been an absolute star. Thank you to everybody for all the amazing comments. Uh, we will be back next week. And uh, thank you so much. You take care. Here we go. Another podcast in the bag i've been ashley Leeds. you've been wonderful thank you so much for listening if you want to hear more then please subscribe and i will see you again another day you can find me on linkedin if you want to catch up if you fancy being a guest on one of my shows i do live shows on linkedin twice a week but i also plan to do some real podcasts uh, where we just do audio and probably record it to go on the youtube channel and we can talk about absolutely anything in those so whatever you want to do get in touch and thank you for listening you get out what you put in never gonna lose never gonna win Long as you're happy you're always gonna grin